Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show, but before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worth. I am protected and promoted. I am grateful and gracious. I am more interested than interesting. What am I doing to interfere with the life that I want to have? Can I identify what I am afraid of? What's up, my friends? I hope that you are doing well. What I just read to you is something I've titled in my phone as Daily Truth, where every single day in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the evening, I read to myself. This is something that I got from our legacy guest today, David Meltzer. When I first came across David a couple of years ago, we got the opportunity to do a podcast swap, an, or excuse me, an Instagram swap. That was the first time we had come together. And I remember sitting, thinking in the middle of our conversation, holy crap. There is something about this guy that's different. If you don't know David, David is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly served as the CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment. Uh, he is the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire, if you've never seen it. And his life mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. David is my mentor. He is someone who I have gotten the amazing opportunity to spend a lot of time with over the last couple of years. He has spoken into my life in ways I can't really even begin to extrapolate in this intro because it would end up being an entire conversation. And he's a friend, a communicator, a a brother, a father figure. He's a lot of different things to me, but most importantly, He's someone who both protects and promotes me. And I was thinking about what that means leading up to today's conversation. And as many of you know my story, when I was young, I never met my father except once, and it was not a great experience. My stepfather was incredibly abusive. My male teachers and male counterparts in school never really seemed to get me. And in my teens and on my 20s, all of my guy friends were enablers in this way that we just really partied our faces off all the time. And 
Not that some of those people weren't incredible people. We won't go down that road today. But to say this, for years I sought just this concept and this this realization of an idea that there were men in the world who were on the same wavelength as I was about community, about commitment, about connection, about wanting to make the world a better place than what they came into, about wanting to have health, wealth, happiness, and worthiness, that there were men about gratitude and graciousness that were about learning and, and understanding that it's better to be helpful than it is to not. And, and David's one of those people like Gary Vaynerchuk for me, who I've mentioned on the show before, really helped me understand the, the plausibility and the okayness of asking for help. And if I rewind just only a few short years ago, I was still struggling in this massive, massive way to ask people for help because it was terrifying to me. It was something I didn't understand, and more so it was something that made me feel less than until I understood the truth, that asking for help is what makes us human. Asking for help is a really beautiful experience that pulls us together, that brings us together, that shows us that we are capable, that we deserve to be supported, that we can have love and peace and connectedness. You know, it's very much like our, our weekly coaching group. You know, that group of people who show up every Monday, who are there for each other, not just for them, they're not there for me, they're there for each other and they're there for themselves. And they've asked for help to be able to heal, to go to the next level, to find support. And I'm so proud of them every day and all of the people who come into the coaching groups. And if you want to learn more about that, just go to keys, K-E-Y-S dot thinkunbroken.com. We go live every Monday together. And over the course of the connection I've had with David, not only have I learned how to be better at asking for help, but I've also learned in a deeper way to trust the universe. And this incredible thing happened. He put a billboard. I was on his show office hours. It'll be coming out soon. It's not out yet. I will let you know when it's out so I can have you all watch it if you choose to. Um, I was on his television show and he put a billboard of me up on the NASDAQ tower in the middle of Times Square in New York City, which is like one of the most incredible things I've ever experienced in my life. I've been on billboards in Times Square before, but not like this. You know what I mean? And all that started, that's not me gloating, guys. It's just me saying, like, there is something incredible that happens when you put yourself in a position of asking for help. The universe is going to deliver to you exactly what it is that you need. And David, for me, has been one of those people that I need. And I love him dearly. He knows this. He's a great friend. And I can't wait to share with him the fact that we're re-airing this legacy episode in his honor. My friends, if you get any value out of this show, do me a favor. Please share it with somebody. Send them an email. Send them a text. Let them know that this show is impactful for you. And most importantly, come check us out on social media at Michael Unbroken on all the platforms. And if you 
go to thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. You will be able to learn more about David and his incredible mission of helping one billion people find happiness. So my friends, without further ado, here's David Meltzer. You're listening to the Think Unbroken podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Unbroken. I'm an author, speaker, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood trauma and abuse. In this podcast, you will learn how to transform your trauma into triumph, turn breakdowns into breakthroughs, and go from victim to being the hero of your own story. You can learn more at thinkunbrokenpodcast.com, and of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Think Unbroken Podcast. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my friend, David Meltzer. David, my friend, how are you? What is happening in your world? I am phenomenal, better than ever, and I am still just on my mission, uh, surrounding myself with the right people and the right ideas like you, Michael, to empower people to be happy, to help them make money, help people and have fun, and or do they interfere with their self, their greater selves or higher selves. I love that. And actually, that's exactly where we want to jump off on. Why is happiness so important to you? And the reason I ask you this question is because so many people, especially if they've been through traumatic experiences, if they've suffered, if they've been through this thing that we call life, man, um, they get lost. They get consumed in the darkness of the energy that is negative, Talk to me about the role of happiness in your life and why that actually matters so much. I think first the role of happiness is defined differently with some people. Some people like to even attack me when I talk about happiness instead of joy or whatever else takes on a meaning for them. So I think it's important to define happiness. And for me, happiness is the idea of being passionate, purposeful, and profitable. To be able to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun in everything that you do. To be able to enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of your potential. So as I have defined happiness for myself, it's not just a luxury, it's an essential. It provides three things. It provides me the ability to control my mindset, to control my heart set, the way I feel, and to control my handset, what I'm doing in order to empowering others to the same happiness as defined by me to help them live passionate, purposeful, and profitable lives. I love that you said as defined by you, because so often we get caught up in this nomenclature that we have to live life as determined and dictated by other people, as opposed to what it is that we decide. One of the things I love about your story and your journey, and I would love if you dive into the importance of this, is you talking about the custom jacket that your father had made you without pockets. Yeah. So my father and I had an estranged relationship, to say the least. He had left when I was five. He had lied to me when I was 10. He forgot my birthday and said he didn't believe in birthdays. I told him at 10 years old I hated him. I never wanted to see him. And 20 years later, I'm now a multimillionaire married to my dream girl. And he sends me my first birthday present in 20 years. And I think to myself, I'm healing this relationship. No matter, as you know, what our parents have done to us. We all want the approval, the love, and the relationship with our family, with our parents, especially our moms and our dads. And so I was extremely excited to see this, what I assumed was a peace offering, uh, some sort of 
uh, token of our newborn need to see each other. And I take out this jacket, like you said, and I put it on. I went from complete joy, bliss, to hate, rage. He had taken out all the pockets. I felt like after all these years, you're going to send me a jacket I can't wear to teach me some stupid lesson, right? Why would he punish me? So I called him with hate in my mind and in my heart. And I was like, man, why, why are you punishing me? And he said, what are you talking about? I said, I got your gift. I get it. You got something to tell me. He's like, oh, no. He said, it's because I love you so much. I'm like, then why are you punishing me? He said, no, I want you you know, to, to enjoy that jacket to remind you that money doesn't buy love or happiness. I was like, come on, man. I, he goes, hang the jacket in the closet and remind you that you're just like me. Well, I lost my mind. I'm like, just like you. You're a liar, a cheater, manipulator, overseller, back end seller. I hate you. I'm nothing like you, man. He goes, you're going to end up being the richest man in the cemetery. David, don't make the same mistakes as me. Please listen to me. I'm like, F you, hung up on him. I wasn't ready to hear what he was trying to teach me. Six years later, my best friend and I had a similar altercation. I invited him to the Masters. I'm now running the most notable sports agency in the world. So not only am I married to my dream girl, not only do I have three beautiful, healthy daughters under eight years old, not only am I a multimillionaire, right? But now my best friend, I ask him to go to the Masters and he says, I don't want to go. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I don't like who you're hanging out with and what you're doing. I told him I hated him. How dare you talk to me this way? I'm not doing what those guys are doing. He said, Dave, you can lie to me all you want, but you're lying to yourself and you're going to end up in a bad place and I don't want to see it. I told him the same thing I told my dad. F you. How dare you? I hate you. Two weeks later, two weeks later, that jacket would save my life. I uh, came home 530 in the morning. I lied to my wife about going to the Grammy Awards with a rapper named Little John. And she had told me I wasn't paying attention to the family, to my health, and to our finances. I told her, you know, come on. I lied to her. Came home wasted, 5.30 in the morning. She told me she was leaving. She told me she wasn't happy. She told me that I better take stock in who I was, what I wanted to become. I lost my mind. Told her, I hate you. How dare you talk to me that way? Look around you. Who do you think created all this? I took you from nothing and brought all this to you. How dare you talk to me this way? I woke up even more upset, full of hate in my heart. And as I'm sitting there thinking how I'm going to steal her joy, her happiness, take her money, because that was the God I was serving. I just want to remind everyone, if you don't, like I believe, if you don't think you're serving a God, you just don't know what God you're serving. And I was serving the wrong God. And I realized that at that moment, in my heart and mind and soul were filled to hate. I look over in my closet and there it was. I can barely say it without choking up because I still remember looking at that jacket thinking to myself, man, I don't hate my father. I don't hate my best friend. And I certainly don't hate my wife. I hated myself. I was a liar, a cheater, a manipulator, overseller, back-end seller, and I hated myself. And so I sat there and took stock in who I was and what I wanted to become. And on a 16-year journey of practicing every day, taking stock in who I am and what I want to become and figuring out what I'm doing to interfere with it, I keep progressing towards and pursuing and enjoying that pursuit of my potential. Was there a reconciliation with yourself about yourself in that process? 
Well, this is something that you said to me earlier today on a different interview. Nobody's ever asked me that question. And I love it. Uh, I'm constantly reconciling myself with myself, but also with source. I'm reconciling myself as a resource. I'm reconciling my mindset, my heart set, and my hand set to align with what I want, who I can help, who can help me, and how best to get it done. I'm prioritizing the activities each day, reconciling myself with myself, knowing that my true self is one that is void of fear. And so in order to reconcile myself, I have to identify the fear, the needs to be right, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, angry, frustrated, depressed, resentful, guilty, all of these things worrying and complaining about that are creating interference between me and my better self, the self I want to reconcile with, the higher self, the one that plateaus and grows every day, doesn't live his life like a tube, food in, food out. That reconciliation with time and self is a constant, a constant journey and lesson every single day. How do you navigate who and where you are today versus where you were knowing that, and this is my belief, that any moment through the decisions that we make, we could very easily end up back where we were. So how do you continue to show up every single day? Because I think so many people get stuck and caught in this idea of, man, my past is who I am. Let this thing define me. And because of that, when I mess up, I'm just going to fall further down that rabbit hole. When it comes to mistakes and failures in this iterative process that we are in called life, how do you continue to go forward every single day? Because I want people to really hone into the truth of what it means for you to be able to be David today. Yeah, well, David today is the realistic David today. The David of yesterday, of course, has an energetic and genetic inheritance that's relative. My future is relative. Today is real. Today is the pragmatic man-made construct of time. And so what I do in order to reconcile that fear, that that energetic and genetic inheritance that I've received will somehow rear its ugly head is to identify those energetic and genetic inheritances, the fear, the setbacks, the mistakes, to identify the uh, needs of the ego that are, you know, the need to be offended is inherited by me. The need to be right is inherited. The need to feel separate, inferior, and superior, sometimes all at once, is a genetic and energetic inheritance. So what I do is practice identifying it so I only spend minutes and moments in that past, in that inheritance. And then what I do is not only practice identifying it, but instead of trying to resist it, and try to, trying to go over it, under it, through it, around it, lie to it, manipulate it, cheat it, stay in denial of it, I simply stop when I identify it. I breathe through my nose, out through my mouth until I get to center, till I get to neutral, till I get to my higher self. And then I remind, remember, and recollect with the great source I'm connected to and through. Reminding, remembering, recollecting to what I want, who I can help, who can help me, and how best I can achieve it by prioritizing what's important to me of what, who, and how, and applying my why. I spend minutes and moments in that conscious competency. I spend minutes and moments in my genetic inheritance, minutes and moments, not days, not weeks, not months and years in the past, just minutes and moments every day, trying to accelerate and enjoy the pursuit of my potential to plateau and grow every single day, learning the lessons from 
the mistakes, failures, and setbacks, feeling as if I'm being promoted and protected now instead of punished. Do you think it's possible to mitigate rock bottom in order to create change in your life? <laughs> Once again, never been asked that. So mitigating rock bottom. So, you know, I believe that our skills and knowledge determine our bottom. Uh, so people have different bottoms. And I see this in sports all the time. Let's take Ryan Leaf, who was one of my clients at Lee Steinberg. His bottom in the in football is farther than my potential. And so, you know, everyone has uh, bottoms that are indicated by their skills and their knowledge, but it is our desire that determines our ceiling, our potential. It is our desire that determines that. So if I'm going to mitigate the risk of my rock bottom, it would be through the desires that I have in the recollection and recognition and acknowledgement of my skills and the development of those and my knowledge, not only of what, but of who. And so when I can put my mindset, heart set, and hand set aligned with supplementary and synergistic with the skills and knowledge, and then utilize desire to mitigate the risk of hitting rock bottom or actually experiencing rock bottom, even though my rock bottom could be far beyond your potential, your height is irrelevant in that risk as well as irrelevant in its solution. For those who are listening to this and they're like, yeah, sure, desire, great, David. How do I find that? One of the things that I think is really fascinating is you know, growing up, going through traumatic experiences, finding myself in my own rock bottom, right? And coming through it, I recognize that the only way that I was ever going to be living a fulfilling life was to do fulfilling things. What role does desire play in helping you figure out fulfillment? Because I have found this huge desire to end generational trauma in my lifetime. But I will say this, it came through the rock bottom. Yeah. And I think when we have nothing to lose and we get that choice, you know, that, you know, that existential choice of, hey, I only got one place to be other than this. So I got a choice. Do I want to make this happen or do I make the other thing happen? You know, existence itself. In fact, that's what the one lesson of COVID that I enjoyed with Deepak Chopra, we were discussing that was the first time on earth that everybody had to take into consideration human existence. Everybody had some sort of existential experience of the fear, at least, of that bottom, of a choice, the ultimate choice to live or not to live. And to me, that's a bottom that we all have. That's the, the last part. Uh, and when we make that decision, and some people can make it without ever hitting that point. Other people like you and I, I think we're just maybe uh, not as enlightened. We, we, we have to be forced into the choice. But once we make the choice, and I see a lot of people who have been confronted with that choice have acceleration in their lives now. They have purpose and passion in their life. They have desire. But I will tell you where desire comes from uh, in my circumstance and where I see I can help other people start the process of gaining desire. And the greatest desire you can have, the number one common denominator of the spirit of excellence or people who seem to have a lot of passion, purpose, and profitability in their life is the desire that they must be what they can be. And mm -hmm. understanding that to me is understanding who. I think the simple question of who can I help with what I want and who can help me? Though That one thing I think helps as a catalyst to desire that when we start exploring who we can help and who can help us, 
there's an inspiration, a confirmation of in spirit, of being connected to and through each other and through source to become a greater resource by asking for help and also giving help an incredible way in order to start the process, a pragmatic tool to start the process of building desire. Yeah. And I think that that's beautiful because there is a parlay here, right? And I fear so many people are afraid to ask for help. What advice would you give them? That's my, I love that question. That one I get all the time because people ask me, what would I tell my 18 year old self? You know, what's the best piece of advice I have? And it's ask for help. I, I, I would tell my 54 year old self, if you asked me, what would you tell yourself today? The best piece of advice, ask for help. We cannot get out of the zero sum game, right? So what happens is somehow we think if we ask for help that we're taking away or diminishing or dissolving the capacity of somebody else, that we're hurting them. We have to realize we're living in a value add game. And the best thing we can do is make an investment in someone else by them making an investment in us, making them feel extremely powerful and empowered by asking them for help. I would tell someone, hey, lower the bar, ask someone for help every day, either in person, on the phone, via email, or media, traditional or social media. I still look at my scent box, Michael, Every day I look at my scent box because I want to count how often statistically am I asking for help? Because I know if my emails have an ask in it, that I must be practicing it in the other aspects of being in person on the phone, as well as the media side of things. So please lower the bar. If you're not good at asking, if you feel shame, guilt, if you feel bad about asking, just start a practice of asking one time a day and watch what happens. Yeah, I love that. And even in real time in this conversation, had I not asked you for help, we would not be having this conversation, right? My mission is to end generational trauma. I need one of the smartest minds in the world to come on my show to teach this audience. I reach out. You say yes. You could have said no, right? It may have taken five years, but I would have continued to ask until we can do that because it is a parlay and it is support and it is community and it is coming together for the betterment of each other that ultimately leads to that place. Before I ask you my last question, because I want to be very mindful of your time, my friend, where can everyone find you? So two ways. Uh, email stated right there, david at dsl.com. Give my book, my exercise, my guide, a free training. Please reach out to me. I'm here to be of service and of value. I'm blessed to have and live in abundance. I have plenty that I can give to help without any expense at all. So david at dmelzer.com. And if you forget my email, just search my name. David Meltzer on every platform, you'll find me, reach out, ask me, I will sign my book, I'll send it to you, I'll pay for shipping. I, I don't care, just reach out to me. I'm here to be of service and value. And I will say this, Unbroken Nation, David is hands down one of the most giving and thoughtful people I've ever come across in my life. And you've spoken highly into me in meetings and in person and sharing these platforms together. For that, I'm very thankful for you, my friend. My last question for you, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? To be kind. It's real simple. I get choked up still today. I know it's a simple idea if that's all I can teach people. When, when you live in radical humility, in kindness, by doing good, by doing good to yourself and to others, the simple idea 
of being kind, being kind to your future self by doing good deeds to yourself and to others. It is an extraordinary power. And so for me, it's simply kindness. And I would much rather be kind than anything else. I'd rather be known as kind than anything else. And in my own tombstone or whatever they remember, if all it said was kind, I would be fulfilled uh, with my legacy being kindness. Mm, Brilliantly said, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends, and until next time, be unbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.